apparently Riker and Data love big boobs. Like, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, like, who doesn't, really? A Come dude on. in giant jugs, a guy in chain mail, and then another guy that looks like he's dressed like the gimp. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Who these, wouldn't? Come on. These, these Star Trek conventions get freaky, man. I didn't realize that. Oh, they do. <laughs> We're going to the wrong conventions. Spoiler alert. You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 16, Episode 17. This was recorded March the 1st, 2016. In this episode, Kevin, Mike, Caitlin, and Zombie Ben are recorded via Skype from various parts unknown. Topics include Deadpool, Katsukon, MAGFest, comics, TV, video games, and everything geek pop culture. Without further delay, let's go ahead and get started with episode 17. Hello again, and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, season 16, episode 17. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, and with me today, as usual, is my co-host, Mike Lunsford. Hello, everybody. And as usual again, we have Caitlin Littlefield. Hey, you're back. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and we have Zombie Bad Gun. Hey. 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 Brains. <laughs> and uh, hey, so so this this episode we have just uh, you know regular stuff. We have a let's, let's catch up. It's been a little bit of it's been a little while. Now, uh, Kate and I have attended two different conventions oh, and yeah. we've got lots of shows to talk about now. Mike, oh, yeah. I didn't, I have not watched this week's Walking Dead, but most of everything else I've watched. I gotta yep, say same. though, if you were gonna miss an episode of The Walking Dead in this season, uh-huh. this, this was the one to miss. Oh well, I mean, I have it recorded. I just, yeah, I just haven't watched it. Yet. I'm not saying it's bad. It's it's okay. not that it's bad. It's it's just all like everyone dies. All of them. Um, it's actually the oh. last episode. Um, no, they. It's, <laughs> It's it's all like lead up. It's build up. It's like it's essentially foreplay. Bluff. It's yeah. All right. it, it's like getting you ready for what's coming because they mention Negan. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> they mention Negan like three or four times, but you Hold never. Dixon, you I need to adjust my pants. Wait a second. This just got serious. Wait, who's who's Negan again? Is it is it John Ham? No, it's not John Ham. It is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh was, right. He was the comedian in uh in The Watchmen. And he's 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 Daddy uh, Winchester for, from Supernatural. Well, there you go. Yeah, season one of Superna- Supernatural. He was uh, Sam and Dean's father. So he's just jumping all kinds of fandoms. He's all. Oh yeah, he's everywhere. That guy shows up and you know plants his seed and takes off. <laughs> all right, gotta uh, go. See you later. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's he's the Kirk of uh, <laughs> fandoms. Uh, you know, and then of course he was he was what was his name Denny in. Um, uh, what's that fucking shitty call? Uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Fuck uh, Grey's. I hate Fuck. that show. I hate that show so much, and my wife loves it, and I give her oh, crap for it God. all the time. Oh, it's the worst. My stepdaughter it's watches the that. Worst. Oh. Hold then, on, like, I gotta go tell my wife that you guys say it sucks. One of those. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> you know what? Meredith Grey can. Oh God, she just needs to die. The other Grey sister is so cute and sweet, and you know what? Meredith is. I just, I, I just remember okay, one back. of the one of the doctors died. I can't remember which one it was, but Chelsea came in and she was like, I'm so sad, I'm crying because this doctor died. And I'm like, that show sucks. And she got so <laughs> mad. So like, oh, I remember so that mad. episode because I started laughing and clapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, Patrick Dempsey. Oh. <laughs> oh uh, well. Anyway, so um <clears throat> So beyond that, uh, so so Kate, you know, yes. for for our our Star Trek episode, which may or may not be aired out of order, um, uh, you didn't have much to say because you weren't the hugest uh, uh, Star Trek fan. But 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 when it comes to local events, when it comes to local conventions, you were all over it. So we we just went to Katsukon and and um, uh, Magfest. Yes. Tell us all about both of those. Um, well, you know, it's interesting. I've been going to Katsukon for a couple of years now. Um, I actually went to it when I it was in Crystal City and whatever. What is it? The Hilton there? There's a um, okay. right by the Target. Um, so I've been going for, for a couple of years now, even before they moved to the Gaylord. Um, 
I think <laughs> <Gaylord>. it's <laughs> Gaylord. Um, coincidentally, they were both at the Gaylord. Um, so I spent two, two wonderful weekends there. Um, but Katsukon, I always feel, is like that one kind of convention that when this time of year rolls around, it's like everybody's done with the holidays, and all of a sudden everybody crawls out of their deep, dark cave. And I feel like it's kind of the big first convention for a lot of people and a lot of cosplayers. Um, I say cosplayers because I feel like that's almost the direction that it's kind of taken over the past, like, three years. It's very cosplay heavy, but yet amazing people. Um, really fun to look at. I just love everyone's creativity. I know, um, Kevin, you got a lot of shots of people just walking around and um, all their I costumes did. and stuff. I did. Uh, and then MAGFest. I mean, MAGFest I look forward to every single year. It's Ma the music and gaming festival. I hear more about MAGFest than I think any other con. Like I, my Facebook feed blows up because I've got at least 10 or 15 people that I know that go to this every single year and they just, they rave about it. And all I know is that MAG stands for music and gaming. I really don't know yep. anything else other than that. If, <laughs> if listeners, if you, if you uh, scroll back several episodes, well, frankly, several years, uh, we have an interview with one of, Fests, uh, main people, uh, Dominic Cerchetti, and uh, and he can tell you all about it. But today, it, it's expanded to you know larger than uh, it was back in 2010 or 2011 when we first uh, interviewed him. But it is indeed the the gaming fest, and personally, I have not experienced much of the music side of that. I've you know I've gone and played you know a ton of video games and checked out the show floor and drank lots of beverages and that sort of thing, but I haven't enjoyed the uh, well I, I haven't experienced the the music portion, and I know you have Kate. So so what can somebody expect uh, music wise? Um, well, this year there was a ninja sex party, uh, <laughs> which <know> is. <laughs> um, uh, so you have Danny Sexbang, which, I mean, is just awesome. But, I mean, I, I love Ninja Sexbang. I think they're just funny, kind of quirky, kind of almost like 80s-ish sort of music. They're just, they're great. Um, they were kind of like the big show uh, this year. But uh, there's a lot of DJ battles. They have, um, they have literally rooms that are dedicated for jam spaces where people can bring um, their guitars, their basses, their drums set up and just jam with random people, which, I mean, I love from a music standpoint, just melding with other musicians to make music. Um, they have, um, oh, their name is escaping right now, do uh, speed runs through games, um, but the band actually plays the music for each level as someone live speed plays through games. Um, wow. last year was, last year was Metroid, um, and uh, it's funny because even like when they when you know the speedrunner dies or something like that, they have to adjust to it a lot, and it's just, it's just so funny. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> we'll fuck up a little bit, you know what I mean? Because they're like, oh shit, he died. Like we have to make this noise, crap. We have to cut it and then like start the back up. You know what I mean? But it's I know kind of a it's kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, there's a there's definitely a lot of different genres of music that are there. But I would definitely say it's just a lot of DJ, EDM. There's actually some J-Rock in there. Um, As you might expect from a uh, I, um, from a convention that involves Pretty much everything games. except country. Pretty much everything except country. I don't think I've ever experienced any you know, country music. I think it would be kind of cool if we got some country versions of some of the songs. Like some of those famous <laughs> video games. It might be kind of neat. Um, this is a, a music genre that I had touched on a little bit. like like Especially like Nintendo Core, for instance. Um, mm -hmm. My little brother turned me on. This is years ago. He turned me on to a band. Yeah, uh, turned me on to a band called Horse the Band. Which, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm yeah. glad that you finished that sentence with "onto a band." Turned me on <laughs> to a band. Um, but uh, recently, I found, uh, and I'm, if I butchered their name, God, I apologize. Anna Anna Monaguchi. Oh sure. Yeah, which I guess yeah, they. No, yeah, right. yeah, they're they're. It's fantastic. that band that does the uh, the theme song for the Nerdist podcast. Yeah, like they're they're fantastic as well. Like it's just it's cool and it's kind of like especially for a lot of us who grew up in the eighties and nineties and we played these eight bit and sixteen bit games that had these soundtracks. Like it's it's a nice throwback and like to this day I still think that the um, Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Uh, version of uh, Smooth Criminal is better than the original version, the one that was on the uh, uh, Sega Genesis. Oh, I think that I think it sounds better. That's just me. Maybe I'm weird. So. All right. 
so uh so the other stuff that uh, that i enjoyed so so when it came to so so my experience at those two events i was uh i was doing a little bit of uh uh deadpool um chup cosplay uh on both of them i was uh the the walking deadpool so i wore the 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 rick grimes walking dead the walking deadpool Um, Deadpool, yeah wade grimes the walking deadpool and uh i you know i wore the the uh, the the cowboy boots and the the uh, the sheriff uh, shirt and badge and everything and uh, <clears throat> and that was a good you know good time and I got got some photos with some people and and all that um, but uh, when it came to uh, the the first one when it came to to Katsukon, unlike say for instance Oticon where I was getting stopped every five minutes for for photo you know, because of the, there I, I um, had a uh, Spider-Man costume, um, you know, and it wasn't even a high-end one or anything, don't get me wrong, uh, you know, I was getting popped all the time, but when it came to Katsukon, uh, which is a very size, I got stopped like three times for people I mean, who... Same, yeah. same with me, and I, and I just think, I mean, I dressed up a real go from Kill a Kill, and uh, the Weird change that uh, I was starting to mention originally about Katsukon is, you know, it's when everybody crawls out of their holes and wears their best cosplay and shows up. But I feel like it's a lot of planned shoots. I feel like everyone is on their way to go and see someone else and, you know, um, whether it's to do a video or to do a group shoot or, I um, mean, because group shoots, I mean, everywhere you go in that there's just like groups and groups and groups of people doing these photo shoots, which is awesome. Um, but I feel like... Um, it's I can't individually just mingle with people as much as I can with other conventions. I feel like, yeah. you know, that's just kind of the vibe. Oh, that's, yeah. That's yeah, it felt like off. group shoot con. Group shoot con, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, who's going to get into the gazebo or, you know, who's <laughs> going to claim the water fountain, you know. Um, right. I just, I, and I, I'm starting to enjoy Katsukon less and less each year because of that. Um, I think maybe if it were if it were in a, a, a you know a few weeks later once it starts to warm up, then you know and people could go go and do outdoor shoots more easily. I think maybe it it would be a little more chilled out and not so jam packed in the 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 choice areas indoors. So with yeah. with Katsukon and this is just kind of the vibe that I've gotten from it. Um, so if I offend anybody, I apologize. That, how dare you? How dare I? <laughs> that that sect of fan tends mm-hmm. to be, and this is just again my opinion. They tend to be much more scripted, and everything's planned, and everything is yes. very regimented. So it kind of fits with the vibe of the the show mm-hmm. in general, because it's like, all right, well, everybody has to be in this pose, and they have to do this, and they have to do that. Whereas, like. Awesome Con, for instance, or Baltimore Con, it's much more about just sharing the fandom with everyone. So oh, you'll yeah. get people who are in just awesome. I saw a guy in a, in a War Machine costume that looked like it was straight off the set of uh, one of the Captain America movies or one of the Iron Man movies. And like, I was like, hey, can I get a picture? He was like, yeah, of course. And like, he was cool. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I asked him how long it took him to make. And he was like, oh, it took me this long. And whereas like the other people will just be like, no, I have to, I'm, I'm late for a shoot. I have to go pose with someone and like do this. And it's like, it's a little. It's a little much. Um, but I mean, it still looked like a lot of fun. I mean, and maybe that was the point. Is is it's all uh, aesthetics? It's supposed to look like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that I didn't have fun. I'm I'm just saying that I don't know. I've been more. The panels seem to be lacking more and more each year. Um, the crowd has grown a lot. I did really feel like it was way too crowded this year to even just move around and get anywhere because of, you know, all the groups, which they do do a good job of, you know, when people, you know, say we're going to shoot in the gazebo, they actually have like taped off lines for people to wait for certain shots to, uh, certain spots to shoot at. Um, We're really good about that. But I mean, as a cosplayer, I know that it's like, I like to, you know, either do professional shoots, but I also am kind of the same way. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, fuck it, whatever. Like, let's just, I'll that photo, that photographer can wait for three seconds while we take a selfie and and do whatever. Um, <laughs> we can just mingle and hang out because that's the point of a convention to me. But everyone treats yeah. conventions differently, I guess. True. Yeah, I I, I feel like I, I really want to next year, and I wish I had you know thought of this in advance for this year. But I really want to next year go and see if I can go and do a, um, uh, you know, see if we can Comics Online can do a do a panel, 
and maybe uh, uh, you know talk about some uh, like do like an you know how to review an anime or yeah. or manga you know how to how to how to review one for your online blog. Well, I listen to um, I listen to Adam Carolla a lot on the, his podcast, and they do live events. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that people would pay tickets to come see us. But I think it would be kind of cool if we had a panel and then we literally did like a live podcast while we were there. Oh, we, we, do, we do that at Wizard World. Well, Though well, if people did pay money to come see us, it would definitely improve self-esteem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Or lower it, I mean, because... I mean, oh, yeah, depending yeah. on who you are. Yeah, you know. um, or how much they pay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I paid this much for this guy. So when I it came to... nickel for Lunsford. <laughs> yeah. Worth every penny. Yeah, all five of them. Yeah. So when it uh, when it came to uh, Magfest for me, the, and this was my my first actual Magfest Prime. I had been to the uh, the uh, the Mag other Classic. one, the Mag Classic previously, Mag eight point five, and um, uh, this is this is my first real one because you know before I lived all the way out in in St. Louis, so I wasn't uh, it, it wasn't easy for me to come out here. Um, Back when we had uh, Dom on the show, and back when, you know, and and then you know there was the whole thing where crows used to be on the show, and now everybody at Magfest hates crows, which you know we can understand that. Why wouldn't you hate crows? But um, but anyway, uh, so this year was my first actual you know full on Magfest, and I didn't really know what to expect, and I, I kind of wasn't prepared for the whole thing. And uh, uh, Coraline, you know, I had Coraline that weekend, and you know I had Megan. Uh, you know, on the hook to uh, to baby, and then you know, we all three stayed over at Mark's house, which is across the river from Magfest. Which you know, the uh, distance wise was not too bad, um, but you know, we still had to parking every day. And uh, I, I think in the future, I will probably look into actually getting my own room because you know, whether or not I have Coraline, it's just like, oh god, I don't want to deal with um, you know. The, the transportation hassles every day. Well, you um, could always try jogging across the Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Mark did that one day. Did Mark he really? Walked, yeah, Mark walked all the way from his house. No, thanks. I, hey, I stayed, I stayed at the Gaylord, um, but I know that the prices are pretty much the same for all of the surrounding hotels there, too. So yeah. even that would be more convenient. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I, yeah, so I think in the future I will, I, you know, I would stay at whether or not the, the Gaylord, certainly one of the, uh, was it three hotels that are right there? Um, there's three hotels directly around there, but I think there's a couple more even in the area. I think you're right. Yeah. There's not far. I mean, there's a lot of stuff right around there. I mean, you have to go yeah. a little bit away to get a really good spot, but yeah, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. But, but so what I saw, you know, I, I, like I say, I had, uh, you know, Megan and Coraline and was hanging out with some other friends and, um, and we, uh, you know, we we just kind of uh, played some, you know, we played some old old school arcade games and and uh, a few other things. And uh, oh, you know, the the one cool thing that I that I did gaming wise, um, aside from you know some f- flashbacks to the eighties um, with some old arcade games was uh, I played. Oh, what is the name of that damn uh, where, where you're playing with a real guitar? Um, guitar Hero? Oh, no. oh, um, um, Guitar Smith. Oh, yes. it's it's Band Smith. So band it's, Smith. you know you know how you know Guitar Hero became you know Band Hero and or or Rock Band depending well, on the brand. Also, but now, Amped. What? Yes. Amped. I well, yes. I didn't see that. But yeah. at Magfest in the hallway, uh, out in front of the the doors of uh, Hall C. There was uh, there was a guy with a uh, with a setup for Bandsmith, and he had every flippin' song they had. I don't know if he just cracked it or what he did, but he had all the songs. And uh, and I and I stood there in my in my uh, walking Deadpool outfit and and sang three things, and you know I had a great time with the people who could actually play instruments. What did you sing? I sang Everlong. Nice. It's like my favorite song of all time. Heart shaped box. Nice. And creep. Wow. Yeah. Diverse. Yeah. Well, not really. That well, no, you, you stayed in like the era. You stayed in the ninety in the nineties alternative rock. Like you were yeah. Like, yeah, you were basically like WHFS is what you were. So. 
<laughs> say that like it's a thing. I don't know oh, that no, that's, that's like my wheelhouse. That's like, if I could listen to just that, I'd be okay. Yeah. So, so that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, uh, that's, that's what I played, and, and honestly, I would have kept going back, but the guy kept, uh, you know, taking breaks and going elsewhere, but that, that was what was really exciting to me, and, you know, and just hanging out with friends. Those were, those are my... You, um, men- you mentioned something that we have not yet gotten to talk about on this podcast. Um, what is that? That is Deadpool. I think everybody on this panel today has seen this movie. Yes, we have. 611 million. Wow. That's how many times Zombie has seen it. <laughs> Just keeps his eyes And every open. time I finish it off with me, the unicorn, alone time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a good movie. Yeah, I uh, I went and saw it with some of the the local uh, the the was a DC cosplay guildy uh, with with uh, Heather and Lainey, um, but uh, originally we were going to be seeing it with Mark and Bell, some of the other local uh, guildies, but uh, but they were at a different uh, event, um, and so didn't see it with them. But it was it was a good time. Yeah, it really um, was such a good movie i uh i i i was it, you know i had high expectations for it just from that 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 intro scene that we you know that was leaked or whatever or released from that that was shown back at san diego comic-con of of last year but uh i thought well can the whole thing be this good turns out it could yeah apparently there was, it's one of the few movies that I've seen where I didn't like with with just about every movie that comes out, regardless of genre. Like you can find something that just doesn't sit right with you, where you're like, ah, that was kind of forced, or ah, that was kind of stupid. Why'd they play it this way, or whatever it ends up being. I feel yeah. like Deadpool didn't have that problem. There was nothing wrong with this no. movie, and no, um, there really wasn't. And like I gotta and say, anything I, wait, they wait, wait. changed was changed have, for the sake of the comedy that it was. That's true. Yeah, actually, I have one problem. That we didn't get it years and years ago. Yeah, well, it takes time for people to be ready for something as That's true. heady as Deadpool. That's true. And I got to say, though, I really, I, as much as I loved Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, like I, he, mm-hmm. he, he absolutely nailed it. So he was born to play that character. You really <laughs> loved him as Green Lantern? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, dude, the dude who was Colossus was so dead on. Like oh, he he finally had a Russian accent. Yeah. And he was he was that like he was that like Boy Scout that he's always been. Like the, the when, straight man. Oh my god, when when Angel Dust Language her, when her boob popped out and he's like, Oh ma- ma'am, I don't want to look at your oh I'm sorry. <laughs> and she was like, Oh that's so sweet. He goes, I try I am X Men, I have standards and she punches him right in the balls. Like it was just <laughs> fantastic like it was it was such a well done movie and like the references there's so many pop culture references it's like oh no wait finish your tweet oh yeah no no yeah. go ahead i'll wait go ahead and finish your tweet <laughs> when the, it's like if comics online had a mascot it would be deadpool because it's everything geek pop culture that's all he was spouting like he was when he went off on that rant about um liam neeson's character in taken he was just like he, she was like are you crying he's like no i was just thinking about liam neeson and taken like you know, after a while, it's been three movies. You, you kind of think like it's his fault. Like maybe he's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just a bad parent. Yeah, like yeah. He, it was. It was so well done. It's. I haven't enjoyed a movie like that in a long time because there was. It wasn't one of those ones where it's like they're trying to force you to think or get some big message. This one was like, hey, you know what our message is? Dick and fart jokes. Like it was, yeah. and, and they were funny. Like it was, it and was they well were done. funny. Yeah. And, and you know it's funny you you go and and you see you know Kevin Smith's uh Superman movie was never made yeah. but if Kevin Smith were to have made an movie you know made a Marvel superhero movie oh it, it might be very similar to this yeah i think so and too. it's it, it's nice that somebody finally got around to it and and it's nice that that Fox finally made something that uh didn't have a significant portion of suck uh yeah. you know attributed to it yeah now, and, and all the fourth I, wall breaks like were, were fantastic when he looked at the camera and he was like man this is a big mansion and there's not a lot of x-men here it's like the studio didn't have enough money for all of the x-men <laughs> wait a fourth wall break in fourth wall break that's like 16 walls yeah i know that's great yeah 
So, uh, so Kate, what were your thoughts about Deadpool? It was absolutely everything that I've ever wanted it to be and more. I mean, like, I was already in tears as they were, like, doing the opening credits. And it was, like, um, they had him on the front of, like, what was it? Um, uh, like, People's Choice or whatever. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds was, was like, people. Sexiest yeah. Man Alive. Like, yeah. I was hysterical. I couldn't stop laughing the entire thing. And I was honestly scared because Deadpool, is, as much as of a DC fan I am, uh, my sister loves Deadpool. And so she was like, you have to read all these. So my sister has, I think, like, every Deadpool comic ever. Um, so I've read a very large handful of them. So I'm, I'm very familiar with it. And I was like, oh, I hope it's just as funny. Like, I hope they do it justice. And I do have to say I was skeptical. I was skeptical and especially because they kept releasing so many trailers that i was like oh my god whenever a movie does this they put all the funny shit out and then when you get to the movie you're like all right that was the funny part i had already seen that but it was just it was perfect but as you said about colossus i think i was even more stoked about colossus than you were because i was like why why has he never been russian like yeah Yeah. he's supposed to be russian and just like down the line like never stray and just you know duty calls that was awesome. Yeah, and like some somebody like you, who's such a huge Harley Quinn fan, a, a you know a huge uh, uh, you know anti-hero. Well, she's she's more like an anti-villain, but you know a uh, a, a, a huge controversial character at the very least. Uh, wearing the black and red, and uh, and and really breaking the fourth wall, and and being uh, as much a comedy character as a uh, as a or villain. Um, you know, you've got to really enjoy something like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I gotta give props to T.J. Miller too. I pretty much like anything that he does, but like he was that little extra oomph to put it over the top. Like he just his—I mean—and we had already seen it in the trailers, but it still made me laugh when he was just like, "Man, you look like an avocado had sex with an uglier, older avocado." Like <laughs> you look like your your face looks like Freddy Krueger. Face fucked a topographical map of Utah. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so for for those uh, those people who are like, God, you know, I really recognize T.J. Miller's voice, but I, I don't remember where I've seen him before. Um, uh, Fred from uh, from Big Hero Six. That's He's Fred. Right. He was Fred. Oh yeah. He was also um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was the guitar playing boyfriend of. The um, the red haired girl from uh, of Gravity Falls. If you guys have ever watched that, um, okay, yeah, I, 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 should watch? I, I have a kid because it's and it was on Disney, and we both lo- absolutely love the show. But he, yeah, he played that like angsty teenage guitar playing guy in tight pants really, really well. So, <laughs> by the way, if you haven't figured it out, spoilers. Mm. We didn't really give anything away. Spoiler alerts. What what that eh. what, what that uh, Colossus gets punched in the balls? Like that's not really yeah. a spoiler. Eh. Eh, it doesn't matter. That, with with that movie, it doesn't really matter what you spoil. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, They should have seen it by now. It's their own fault. Yeah. It is their How own fault. How dare you? We're recording this Tuesday, March 1st, 2016. So um, the other things... Uh, so... Uh, Sabretooth Fred... rumored for Wolverine 3? Ooh, yeah. And they're saying that really? that's going to Really? Who's going to be Sabretooth this time? They're getting... I think they want to get the uh, same guy back. Tyler Maine? No, um, so. no, Lee Schreiber. Um, he, he oh, was the right, one, because yeah. he. Okay, not the original one. No, because he was he was awesome, and uh, that was one of the few bright spots of X Men Origins Wolverine. I forgot all about that. Him. There wasn't any. You're lying. There are no bright spots. There, there's one bright spot. Oh, actually, sorry. There's six. Wolverine's claws. Everything else can fuck <laughs> off. I thought the, I thought the dude that played, um, played Sabretooth was really good. That's I mean I thought he was better than Tyler Maine, who had like three yeah, lines. Like that's true, yeah. but but still I mean you know Leif Schreiber's great, but yeah. but come on. Did come they on. already did Wolverine. they already announce Sabretooth? Because I thought that they were saying that they were going to do Wolverine three was going to be uh, Old Man Logan. Old okay. Man. While I, while the... we were on the podcast, um, it came across my feed, so I'm trying to find. I can send it to you. Oh, okay. All right then. Anyway, I just have to scroll. Um, so uh the other things that have been going on lately are uh uh agent carter i'm still not quite caught up on agent carter i know i know kate is behind i assume you're still behind kate yeah still still definitely totally behind yeah i i think they're up to episode like eight or nine or something and i think there's only 10 episodes in this season so uh we're almost done with those i think the the finale is next tuesday a week from today um and uh 
beyond that, um, has has been, anybody been, has anybody else been watching the FX? Um, I'm trying to remember what's it called, American Crime Drama, um, the the story of O.J. Simpson. God no. Or the people versus O.J. Simpson. Well, because you were like an adult when that actually happened. I was. A I kid. was. I I, right. I remember being in college. Yeah. I, when I was doing the college, yeah, uh, I, I remember uh, college pretty much shutting down that day when yeah. they were announcing the, the the thing, and I was like, "Why are people getting so happy that uh, that that he got off of the the the, the first charges?" Yeah, because it means that it meant that there was not going to be a riot in Los Angeles. Is what it meant. Yeah, well, I mean, I was in San Diego, but I was like, why are people so happy that he got off? I mean, yeah. it seemed pretty clear that he, you know, that it was him. Um, but, uh, you know, so that means that if you're black and you have a ton of money, then you can get off. But so it's really just a class thing, really, not a race uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, though, like, I was a kid. I was like 12 or 13 when it was happening. Sure. So for me, it was all like very over my head and getting to see it now as this drama unfolds on my TV, mm -hmm. getting to witness it and, see, and kind of filling in the gaps of what I knew. It, yeah. it's, it's really, it's really intriguing, but more so like fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ. He is so good. Like right. we, he already won an Academy Award. We know he's a great actor, but I mean, <laughs> damn, like he is so convincing as OJ. Like, and he does that whole like oh, I'm OJ and everybody loves me. But then he does that like snap where all of a sudden you see this rage just uncontrollable and you're like, okay, this is OJ. All right. Like, and he's <laughs> he is believable. And it is – I've really, really been enjoying it. And like more so like it, it was also a turning point for me because I witnessed how, I, how desensitized I am to cursing. Because okay. on one of the episodes, it's the episode where Marsha Clark finds out that the OJ uh, legal team is going to be hiring Johnny Cochran. So this is airing at like 10.59 at night, right? Because the, sh the mm -hmm. episode's over at 11. She looks in the newspaper, sees that Johnny Cochran's joining the legal team, and she goes, motherfucker. And like, my, I look at my <laughs> wife. I look at my wife. I was like, yeah, I think that's what I would have said too. And she's like, yeah, me too. I didn't even realize that that was a big deal until the next day when I saw like on my Twitter feed that people were freaking out. They were like, I can't believe they said motherfucker on FX. I can't believe they can get away with that. And I was like, like I didn't even. Cable assholes. Yeah, I didn't even think it. It didn't even register in my brain that that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that makes me the asshole. Like, I just, I was like, what's the, what's the problem with that? People say motherfucker all the time. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's like, well, you know, come on, it's I on mean, cable. You give Take into account, we were the generation that, you know, we had the South Park episode where they said shit, what was it, 117 times? And then it, you, <laughs> you found out why it was called a curse word, because if you say it so many times, demons come from hell, because it's a curse but word. But before yeah. that, it had never been said on TV. That's true. Like yeah. on normal television, and on, that on normal night, cable. Yeah, that night yeah. they said it 117 times. Well, I just remember too the South Park movie when they're talking about curse, cursing, and Cartman's line was, "What's the big fucking deal, bitch?" Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, um, so beyond that, yeah. uh, the, uh, the 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 our CW show, of course, we you know we've got the return of. Um, uh, Gotham last night, which I haven't seen yet. Did you see that, Kate? Uh, Kate? Kate? Did we lose her again? Uh, but, oh, but the nope. standard. I didn't nope. answer. I, I guess I cut out. Um, I don't have cable here, so no, I'm gonna have to watch it. Can I watch it online? You should be able to. I would think so. Okay, because it's yeah, the, yeah, what is it? Just the day after? Twenty first yeah. century. I mean, other than that, it. you can just watch it this weekend. It, it's it's recorded. Um. Yeah. But uh, but beyond that, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I don't I know if it's to gonna good. last past tomorrow. I honestly, I want it to be so good, but I it's just so want nice. It to be good, but the writing is bad. The editing is the best. Uh, you know, thanks, Dexter Adriano. Um, yeah, friend of the show. Thanks. Okay, cool. I didn't know who he um, was. So. <laughs> yeah, friend of the show. Um, but the, the editing, actually, the, honestly, the editing is good. Um, but uh, but the the dialogue and the the plotting. Oh my God! Please, for the fuck's sake, you know you you have shows like 
like like Arrow, which is hit or miss. Like you know, some of it has been you know, like this past two seasons have been pretty good, but before that, it was, uh, I don't know. And then you have shows like Flash. You know, and these are like shared creative teams. You have shows like Flash that has been, you know, ninety five percent fucking great. Um, you know, and this is in the same shared universe, you know, and, and shared creative teams and what the fuck is up with, with, with the, the writing on this show. Cause it is not good. Um, I love these characters. I want them to succeed. I want this to, uh, amaze me every week and it is just boring me. Oh, like that's, that's the biggest bummer, isn't it? Yeah, um, and, and I, you know, I want it to, you know, the, the yeah. first episodes. So it's like me, Grey's Anatomy <laughs> <laughs> with superheroes and supervillains. Superheroes and supervillains. Uh, um, I don't care about the, like the I'm main being premise. Glared at by my wife. <laughs> the main premise uh, when it comes to uh, uh, what do you call the uh, Vandal Savage and Hawkman and Hawkwoman. I don't care about it. I don't care about Hawkwoman. She's annoying. Um, the actress does, seems to have like two different expressions. Uh, Kate might argue that it's really I'm full of shit on. There's really only one. <laughs> um, but you know, and Hawkman was just like uh, he was painful. Vandal Savage is kind of painful as well. Kind of painful. And, he just looks evil. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be as evil as I possibly can be. Look at how evil I am. And then I mean, Hot like, Girl's oh. face is pretty much only Kara Knightley. So, I mean, <laughs> just has that one, like, distressed, my eyebrows are going to go down, confused face. And it's like, can you make another face? Is that possible? Like, she's happy <laughs> and she looks scared. She's basically Zoolander. Like, just making blue steel. <laughs> yes, exactly. she, she, got, she got one face and it, it, it fills some into story. every emotion. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. Um, I gotta say a show that is incredibly well written um, mm. that is on Hulu What's um, that? and I actually did reviews uh, up yours um, <laughs> I did a review for the first uh, episode and I'm gonna wait until the uh, 8 episode series is done and then I'm gonna re- review the whole thing on Comics Online yeah. and that is 11-22-63 it is is that your locker combination? yes it's my locker combination no uh, okay. it is uh, if you're unfamiliar it is a Stephen it's King book combination to his Trapper Keeper my Trapper Keeper <laughs> with all my notes that say like I heart Jared Leto you know things like that um, mm-hmm. but it, it yeah. is a Stephen King book originally it's about uh, a guy who goes back in time to try to stop the uh, Kennedy assassination and oh and that's the date of the Kennedy assassination there it is because you were born then right ooh you shut up <laughs> no that's when he was in college oh that's right yeah. fuck you all <laughs> I, I'm not my name is not Troy David Phillips <laughs> Oh, um, jokes for days. Oh. It jokes. is. It, Troy it, was not even uh, born then either, but it was pretty close. If you like, um, Ste- if you like Stephen King stuff, yeah. if you like cool time travely stuff, again, check this out. James Franco. It's time travely. Yes, it's time travely. Oh, I might actually. I just thought it was like uh, you know historical fiction or something. But if it's Ooh. time travely too. No, it's and time James travel. Franco. All right, yeah. I'm gonna. Fuck- this shit what's cool about it too is it's different than the book and a lot of people get hung up on that a lot of people are like well it needs to be exactly like the original source material no fuck that it's different it's inventive and somebody like me who absolutely loved the book is watching this series and being like i don't know what's going to happen next and it's making it's making it exciting but also too like this was an 1800 page book there's some shit that needed to be cut out of this in order to make it a series so it makes sense and it's it's really really enjoyable. Um, definitely check it out if you get a chance. All right. Um, the other stuff, like I say, uh, uh, Flash and Arrow have been solid this season. Oh, uh, the new DC thing um, is Lucifer. Um, back in the day, back in the season of Mists, uh, Neil Gaiman created the uh, the version of Lucifer that became the the devil. In uh, or certainly at least one of the devils within the DC universe, um, and shortly thereafter, well, within the next couple of years, in the in the 90s, we had another great Vertigo series, and this was written by Mike Carey, and this was uh, this was Lucifer, and uh, the the original premise is 
uh, during the course of Season of Mist and Sandman, um, Lucifer gives up the key to hell. And uh, this, this new series, this Lucifer series, is what happens after that, when he comes to Earth and says, oh, you know what, I'm done being the king of hell, I'm out of here. Um, and unlike Crowley in Supernatural, um, he's, not about, he's, he's not all about uh, re- regaining power or anything like that. No, no, he's on vacation. He's on more or less a permanent vacation where he has come to Earth and he opens up a piano bar and he helps people. And he, you know, he, he gives them, uh, you know, people make deals with the devil. And we see in a short amount of time that the devil isn't really all that bad of a guy. He may have been given a, uh, uh, a bum rap in, in the good book, as we uh, might call it. In the original mythology of, you know, the you know, Bible, he was an angel to begin with. Well, right. And, and, you know, and of course, uh, you know, whether you talk about uh, Dudley Moore or um, uh, or who was it? Who was it in the in the remake? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, George of the Jungle. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Um, <laughs> either one of those. Like, ver- monkey bone. <laughs> monkey bone. Either one of those versions of, uh, of what was that called? Bedazzled? Yes. Um, ben, why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Either one of those versions, you know, we had, you know, we, we had a character who was uh, who was the devil who said, you know, who, who jumped up on the thing and said, you know, pretending to be God and said, worship me, worship me. And uh, and then the, the 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 object said, you know, pretended to worship. OK, no, just keep going. No, just keep going. Can I stop? And he says, that's what I said. Um. That's deep, man. That's what I said. I don't want to just keep worshiping. Um, and uh, while while this uh, well, Mike Carey's Lucifer or or Neil Gaiman's Lucifer, whichever you used to uh, call it, is uh, a, a little bit different. It's it's along the same vein, um, where it seems like Lucifer has kind of gotten uh, the a short shrift, and um, really is not that bad a guy um and and really his his demon friends including Mazakine uh who is not um who is not missing half her face in uh in this series as yet um you know stay tuned for that maybe if that oh, if that no, series I thought, continues I thought they did um show at one point when she was beating the crap out of someone oh did she transform and, and show yeah. like half a face being gone yeah yeah she did it was like all sunken in and like missing and creepy and terrifying just kind of like how lucifer every once in a while like makes oh, creepy right. demon face it, that's true and that's that's funny because you never see that within uh you know within the comics he doesn't go and, and, and give a scarier face other than you know maybe some you know some some uh uplighting or something like that but anyway, he's a very attractive guy, and, and, and it seems like his main superpower, if you will, is to, uh, uh, you know, not being invulnerable, is uh, is to go and and make people tell Hello, him what the their greatest desire is. Julie Donaldson, our red... And uh, you know, he he commutes that into uh, making people do whatever he wants them to do. And so that's uh, so that's a thing, and it's it's a great series. Um, I'm I've been really happy with that so far. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things. I haven't heard a single person say, "Oh, I'm not liking Lucifer." It's it's been pretty much across the board. Yeah, um, Supernatural has had a good season, but a, an epic season. So you know, I'm I'm looking forward to their next uh, next year more than I am this year. I'm like, all right, well, this is decent, but I. I I'm ready to wrap it up at this point. Now, is anybody surprised that Fox just announced, maybe like within the last two days, that the Channing Tatum uh, Gambit movie has been pushed back indefinitely? Yes. You're surprised? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I just meant yeses and like, thank God, yes. Oh. Well, the thing 
you know, I expected if it was going to come out on schedule that we'd have seen some sort of uh, some sort of leaks of something. Because the thing is, with something like Gambit, I you know, much like they did with Deadpool, it would it would be smart to to leak some little preview scene, some some little teasers to get some audience reaction. Because if they fuck it up. You know, then they've just got to scrap that one scene rather than an entire movie that's shit. And I, I worry that a Gambit movie is way more vulnerable to being shit than a Deadpool movie or I a agree. Wolverine movie. Absolutely, they have agree. Channing Tatum doing the most difficult accent in the world of act. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, just, I see the same thing that Kate was saying about about um, Colossus. Like, you're going to have him with no accent. Because I don't think Channing Tatum can do accents. I think he's going to be like, I am going to throw some cards, Monemi. Like, it's it's just not going to happen. And like He, he has <laughs> one marketable skill, getting half naked. And that's I just feel like that's what he's going to do. Like, if, you, we, if we saw this movie, it would be him in the gambit suit, and then he doesn't know what to do. So he just starts taking his clothes off while he's crying. He's just going to be like, I don't know what else to do. This is the only <laughs> skill I have. Oh. It's Magic Mike in gambit outfit. <laughs> But people would pay to see that if they knew that's what they were getting. That's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like they put it gambit in big words, but then uh, in like little parentheses underneath of it, LOL, just kidding, Magic Mike 3. <laughs> exactly. Then, <laughs> they're just like they just and then Jack it and comes just... out and starts stripping. <laughs> see, and people would go to see that. The, 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 you know, you gotta you gotta know your that audience. Actually, and... probably do pretty well. You the you know get the get get the ladies and the dudes who like dudes and there you go. Um, the dudes who like dudes. <laughs> the ladies who like dudes. The dude who dudes who like dudes. Anybody who likes dudes. Um. Anyway, uh, beyond that, other stuff is what, what else is going on? You got we got any new games, Kate? Um, Black Desert oh. Online. Oh yeah, is that um, new? Is it out? Uh, it's actually out, I believe, third. Uh, so it, it's already in head launch right now in Head Start. Mm-hmm. Um, then third, it goes uh, live. It is a new sandbox MMO. It's been out in Korea for about a year. What I style don't really is have it? faith in it. Um, it's uh, almost. It's very realistic ish. Um, what genre? It's an MMO. Um, no, no, no. But I mean. I mean is it is it like uh, is it like sword and sorcery or is it you know modern era? What is it? I mean, it's pretty much your your normal. You have a wizard, sorceress, ranger, gotcha. um, right. cleric sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was just saying. Really like, have a is, is it art that style. or is it sci-fi or is it you know guns or you know whatever? Um, that's what I was trying to get at. Was it doesn't really have a very unique style. Um, artistically speaking, which to me, when I play any sort of MMO, I like it to feel different than everything else. It has to have some uniqueness to it, which I'm like, oh, this is cool, or the zones to me, I mean, I have to like the environment that I'm playing in, but it's pretty much like, you have a horse, and it's like, you know, your choices are white, black, or brown, and you travel through, and you mine some rocks. I don't know, it just doesn't seem artistically very appealing to me, Um, but the big draw to it is that it's a sandbox. Um, and it's just going to keep growing itself and growing itself and growing itself, and people just think it's going to be amazing. Um, okay. I played the beta for about a weekend. Wasn't really too impressed with it. Um, there wasn't anything I thought that was um, incredibly unique about it. Character creation is ungodly. It's it's amazing. It's one of the most beautiful things about it, but that's it for me. That only goes really. so far. Yeah. I mean, it's like, cool, I made a really cool-looking character. Is it free to it is free to play. Um, so you can so. You, so you can go and create a really cool character, take some screenshots, and you're done. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's right. the best character creation uh, game out there, I guess. Um, and uh, Vision new, just had new... its... Go ahead. Oh, uh, are we going to say Blade and Soul? No, I was going to say, isn't there a new Final Fantasy that just dropped last week? I mean, not was new I Final sleeping? Fantasy, but a new update. Was that, Wasn't there an Final update? Final Fantasy like eighty-seven at this point? No, no, no. I thought there was. I thought there was a, uh, a, a whatever you call them, a patch, a add-on, a, a, some more more an expansion. Expansion. Yeah, there, there you go. It is. Nope, nope. There was there was not. An I made that up in my head. <laughs> yep, you made that up in your head. <laughs> what um? I, what, I feel what, like I've what had an to... expansion. 
Well, Blade and Soul, uh, actually also on the 3rd, is releasing um, a new content patch, which they are, which, I mean, I know Blade and Soul just came out. However, um, at, we, were, we were two patches behind currently uh, in Korea, where, uh, I guess you can say what the content is. Uh, however, we're we are getting one, more, getting one more patch, so... Well, now only be one patch behind, uh, but that patch is going to come with a whole bunch of new content, dungeons, raids, all that fun stuff. But most importantly, the Warlock class, which is definitely the most OP class, I believe, in the game. It's amazing. So, uh, funny story, I've actually been sitting here creating my character because uh, it launches uh, tomorrow evening, actually, not on the 3rd. Um, I'm making my character, so I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna make her perfect. So when the when it launches tomorrow, I can just immediately make my new class. Um, let's see what else. Uh, we have Tom Clancy's The Division. Uh, it's amazing. I that looked I, awesome. It's it's oh god, it's so good. Um, can't wait for that to come out. Um, I I think I'm going to enjoy it simply because I can be the world's biggest asshole. Um, you can literally steal other people's loot. Um, it's it's just it's just awesome. Like you can, like you can camp um, spots. Uh, so you go around, you kill a whole bunch of stuff, and if you see a player that has loot on them, they'll have like a yellow container on their on their back because um, it's contaminated uh, gear until you uh, get extracted and go back to your home base, which obviously you're safe there, and then you kind of discover what item you got um, after that. Uh, but you can see people running around with these yellow canisters, and that just flags you for death at that point because anyone <laughs> who sees you is just like, get that guy. Um, but I've, I've been literally watching videos of people uh, in the open beta that will s literally sit and wait and will crouch behind like trash cans and wait for these people to get um, extracted by air. So you call down a helicopter, it extracts you out, but people will sit and wait and wait for the helicopter to arrive, kill the people with the loot, steal their loot, and then steal their helicopter ride out of town. <laughs> like, and the thing is, though, is like, it's it's totally fine. Like, you're not exploiting anything because there are like actual things in place to help you like combat that, um, and you know later levels or whatever. But there's just like these unsuspecting people that just keep getting like royally screwed, and I'm just like, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna be that guy that's going to wait there and kill people when I'm having a bad day. Like when I'm having a bad day, and I'm just like, I'm gonna screw someone else's day up. That's what I'm gonna go do. It's like Can we just do that them? on a regular day and not a bad one. I mean, probably. I'd probably do okay. both, to be completely honest. It's like people who play Mario Kart and just wait and then, like, just nail somebody <laughs> with a blue shell right before they cross the finish line. Like, yes. I can exactly neither confirm it. nor deny that I may or may not be that kind of individual. <laughs> you guys are all awful. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, I try yes. really, really hard to be. That is the game that that is the game that ruins friendships. Like, there's no yes. other video game I know. Maybe Goldeneye on the sixty four. Monopoly. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Monopoly yeah. is the number one cause of domestic assault. <laughs> At Comics Online, we encourage everyone to be heroes. <laughs> or villains. Or villains. Your villains. mileage may vary. <laughs> so, um, actually, speaking of uh, villains and running from the cops, okay. uh, Kevin. Oh God. Did you hear about what happened last we last Wednesday in Fresno, California? What happened? No. Um, a pony dressed as a unicorn. Oh God, I saw this. <laughs> led the CHP on a massive highway chase after escaping. Like you do. Uh, I was just wondering if, since you're from California, you had heard about the pony happens dressed as a unicorn. See, this isn't even like a story for him. This is like Tuesday. Ponies basically. are always dressed as corns in, in California. Fred, you know, Fred, Fred, oh, I, that's, that's the surprising part. I'm like, what is a pony doing in Fresno? <laughs> Besides that. He's kind of no yeah, I mean, in Fresno. That's normal. Oh, okay. I mean, um, there, there seems to be no excitement or shock in his tone of his voice. No. Oh, not really. Not really. It's, it's like, oh, yeah. Then a pony got loose, yes. And and it was dressed as a unicorn. I understand. That's what most of them are dressed as. Why wouldn't it be dressed as a unicorn? <laughs> the well, I mean, you know. State? Okay. I mean, unless you were, like, in the middle of washing your pony, of course it's going to be dressed as a unicorn. <laughs> um, 
So, uh... I think we just found the name for the podcast for this episode. Wash your pony? Washing your pony. Oh. Uh, Alright, guys. Do we have anything else this week? I think that pretty much covers it. Um, what's, what's the next big movie? Uh, the one on that list that I created for uh, the article was uh, London Has Fallen. <laughs> But that's not even, I'd say, What's the right big after that? Zootopia. Um, the war? Let me I mean, pull up the list. We got Zootopia oh, coming out here real Zootopia, soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Zootopia and then Civil War, probably. Yeah. Um, and I am interested in both of those, so that'll be good. I am too, yeah. And um, I think I'm, am I the only one here that's interested in uh, X-Men Apocalypse? Am I the only one that's excited about this movie? Look, I no, am, I am I'm excited. I'm okay. going to watch it. I'm just okay. thinking it's going to be shit. Okay. I think it's going to be awesome, I, but that's because I know yeah, nothing Kate. about Marvel. So yeah. I'm just one of those people that is going to pretty much just enjoy them oh. being awesome. See, Kevin, and Caitlin. this is why she gets to interview the Corset Girl with me and not you. <laughs> yes. <Girl. Caitlin>. Oh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, soon, uh, listeners, we're going to be inter- uh, interviewing the, uh, the, the, the person from what's a corset place called? Castle Corsets. Yep. Castle Corsetry. Yes. And she, you know what? Actually, I have her name right here, too. Through the magic of the internet. Um, mm-hmm. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, Castle Corsetry, which is based out of Los Angeles, California. Her name is Lauren Matesic. M-A-T-E-S-I-C. Lauren, if I said your last name wrong, I apologize. I'll and, get it right on Monday when the, I talk to you. She is at least the, uh, the, the, the voice of it, if not the, uh, the, the owner or whatever. I'm pretty sure she's the designer, as, as, as yeah. far as I know. So... Right we'll talk to her on Monday. She'll tell us all about her cool stuff she did. Uh, the big one she's uh, pushing right now is she did a, uh, a whole line of uh, Deadpool-inspired corsets that have been have been just incredibly reviewed. Uh, the reviews for them have just been – everyone has raved about them so far from what I've read. Cool. Um, Caitlin. Yes. What do you think about the Ratchet and Clank movie coming up? Oh, God. Yes. I oh, that is a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my um, Lord. I've been living under a rock. In April. Um, April 29th, to be specific. Ratchet and Clank, the movie? Oh, yeah. Yes. Is it animated? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's Kevin, live action. Help me. Help me. <laughs> no, it is. It is Kevin, did you miss that entire giant ad that I created? Look, there was a lot of things going <laughs> on on that entire giant ad. Yeah, there's like 80 movies on there, Ben. <laughs> ben, you did too good of a job, clearly. <laughs> well done, sir. You you exceeded expectations. I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> do Do... Do less next time. Oh no, 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 you did it good. It was just you know my my ADD didn't didn't uh, allow for me to remember all of that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just between the Huntsman movie and Civil War. Oh okay. All right, so obviously what you're telling me is I need to go watch trailers for this and then get back to you on that. So, so yeah, because I feel like I'm the only one that's watched trailers and really excited. So apparently I am the no, only no, one. That's no, no, I saw it. They my had, question here. Let me let me ask in, uh, you this Star question. Wars when I went to see Star Wars. Let me ask you this question: Is it is it completely animated, or is just Ratchet and Clank Ratchet and Clank animated in a, you know much like a, you know Alvin and the Chipmunks type of thing? Oh no, it's going to be like an animated feature. Okay. Yeah. And who's making it? Uh, Sony. All right. Yeah. Then. Yeah, because Sony owns all Ratchet of Clank, Ratchet yeah. and Clank. Like we uh, we interviewed some some uh, yeah oh yeah Sony PlayStation people yeah back in a PlayStation party in uh, 2009 at Comic Con uh, we interviewed whatever the ratchet the new Ratchet and Clank uh, upcoming game was at that time we interviewed the the developer well, the lead developer then and that was fun so hopefully we will see uh, some some new stuff coming out soon when it comes to games because they've got to have a game to go along with this oh yeah and they actually call it they're calling it ratchet and clank the movie wait no the game based on the movie based on the game (laughs) really let me see if i can pull up the actual it's something like that like let me see if i can find it it's like ratchet and clank the game based on the movie based on the game that's funny i like that yeah it should be it should be pretty good i think anybody who who grew up in our era uh, appreciates ratchet and clank in one way shape or form Nice. So, Caitlin, did I just oh, yeah. make your day? Yes, yes, yes. Like, immediately when we're done doing this, that is exactly what I'm looking up. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank is some fun stuff. All right, well, I think that's the show for this week. Anybody have anything else that they need to say? No, other than um, within the next two weeks, 
Uh All GGR content will be on uh, Comics Online, so keep your eyes open for that. Don't eat yellow snow. That's another one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, for Caitlin and Zombie and Mike, and for everybody at Else at Comics Online, and for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Koswan, and this is Comics Online. Bitches. (laughs) Have a good week. Later, Minions. Peace out. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent those of Comics Online, any participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciates foul language, ponies dressed as unicorns running down the Pacific Coast Highway, biting sarcasm, and everything geek pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online podcasters, post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All original material in this podcast, copyright Comics Online 2016. From leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs, switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.